Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. As the Biden administration transitions the country to a clean energy economy, the state of Nevada has a big vision for its role in that transition. Nevada, a swing state, wants to develop an electric vehicle ecosystem from mining critical minerals to the actual manufacturing of the vehicles themselves. And that vision is something the Biden administration is already heavily investing in. Just last Thursday, the Department of Energy gave a Nevada-based company a $2 billion loan to produce components for EV batteries. So today, David Ferris from Politico's e News on Nevada's vision to create this EV ecosystem and why the Biden administration is supporting it. It's Monday, February 13th. When this news broke on Thursday, I went and looked at what was going on in Nevada with investments from the Biden administration and what Nevada has planned. What I saw was really interesting. They are basically planning on using the state's own considerable lithium deposits, its mines, and processing them all the way through to battery materials and then actually putting them into, into battery packs that could be inside a Tesla semi-truck. Interesting. And then how is Biden funding, supporting that vision? There's been some recent developments there, right? There have, yeah. I mean, as part of both the Inflation Reduction Act and as the bipartisan infrastructure law, there have been investments that allow the Biden administration to plow a lot of money into developing mines for critical minerals, developing the processing of those materials into batteries. And it turns out that Nevada has gotten a very large share of that money. What happened on Thursday is a loan of $2 billion to a company called Redwood Materials that proposes to take expired lithium-ion batteries and recycle them into new battery materials, and also to take virgin materials and turn those into batteries as well. That's a really, really big loan. It's one of the three biggest loans that the DOE, the Department of Energy, has ever given. Wow. And then you mentioned this ecosystem that Nevada is trying to build here. So how does this all plan to Tesla's plans in the state? Well, one interesting thing is that the Redwood Materials chief is J.B. Straubel, who was one of the founding big movers behind Tesla. He was one of the people who designed Tesla's famous Gigafactory in Nevada, which was the first to use that term, the first factory that proposed to make lithium-ion batteries in gigantic quantities. And one of the very first customers for his new Redwood Materials plant is going to be the Tesla factory. The copper foil that they're capturing, so their first product, is going to be used to make battery packs. And in a related development, Last month, Tesla said they're expanding that factory to make a lot more batteries and also to be the primary production site for the Tesla Semi. And that is where I think some of the confidence that the state comes from, that they could go all the way from producing from the mine all the way through to the vehicle. Interesting. And then so how could all of this investment in Nevada, again, supported by Biden, pay political dividends for him and his administration? 
It's really hard to say because these developments are really enthusiastically supported by Nevada's new governor, Joe Lombardo, got equally enthusiastic support from Brian Sandoval, his Republican predecessor. There aren't a lot of voices saying no to this kind of thing. But what it does do is it takes a swing state and moves it firmly into receiving benefits from the clean energy economy in a way it hasn't before. If you total up the jobs that are expected from the expansion of the Tesla plant and from this new Redwood Materials plant that the Biden administration is supporting, you're talking about 4,600 new jobs. And that's not to mention a lot of other investments that a lot of other projects and mines that the Biden administration is supporting through recent federal spending. Also, the Environmental Protection Agency announced it will deliver another $1 billion in Superfund spending from the bipartisan infrastructure law to speed up work at 100 polluted sites across the country and fund new projects at 22 sites. That's what EPA announced on Friday. And of those 22 newly funded sites, 60% are in environmental justice communities. The bipartisan infrastructure law allocated $3.5 billion for Superfund cleanups, which are designed to investigate and clean up sites contaminated with hazardous substances. The infrastructure law allocated more than three times as much as Congress typically appropriates through its regular funding process. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. Chevron is developing renewable diesel made with biofeedstock that can help reduce the life cycle carbon emissions of heavy-duty transport fuels today. Learn more at chevron.com.